Welcome to the Unlock Your Mind podcast, where traditional beliefs are challenged, fears are confronted, and dreams are brought back to life. I'm your host, Derek J. Love. We interrupt the regularly scheduled podcasts live from the Unlock Your Mind quarantine quarters. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Get it real! Millions of people lost their jobs. The world has seemingly shut down. What could we expect going forward? All right. Well, hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Unlock Your Mind podcast. I am Derek J. Love. So glad you came back to tune in. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat guest, thanks for coming back. I hope I had said something at some point that added value to your life. So today, in this season, I'm going to do a podcast called Surviving a Financial Crisis. Right now in our world, we are dealing with the coronavirus, and it has caused quite a bit of havoc. It is now spreading like crazy in the United States as of the recording of this podcast, and people are panicking. Uh, Unemployment filings has exceeded anything in, in the history of this country. Uh, More people are laid off. People are at home. People are not able to work. Restaurants are closed down. Small businesses have shut down. A lot of situations going on financially, and people are understandably kind of scared. And I think this qualifies as a global financial crisis. Um, Not a total collapse, but it is a crisis, and it's a problem that we need to deal with. And so... I can't address that. I'm not the president. I'm, uh, you know, I'm no dictator. I can't write a check from the government for trillions of dollars. But I can help you, the listener, my people, to navigate your way through this financial crisis or any financial crisis for that matter. The things that I'm going to talk about today, they don't necessarily have to be restricted to COVID-19. They can be applied in any situation. So I'm going to ha- I'm going to talk about five things here that I want you to do um, to survive a financial crisis. And the first thing I want you to do is I want you to determine what's important, determine what's important, like what's important with the limited resources that you have now. You're going to have to make some decisions and streamline some things and you're going to have to cut out some things that are unnecessary. So you need to sit down with your spouse or whoever, if you have another partner involved in your household, y'all need to sit down and and write out a list, what's important and what has to go, and then what can be suspended or postponed right now during, during this financial hardship. So what are some of the things that's critical for anybody? Food. You gotta have food. So you make sure, you know, you set some money aside to have food for you and your family for whoever, however long this period may last. You don't go hoard up and, you know, try to buy three months worth of food, but make sure that you have funds available to take care of food. The next thing you need to prioritize and, and um, show some significance to is shelter. You got to have somewhere to stay, right? So make sure you, you take care of your household. Make sure you pay your rent. Make sure you pay your mortgage and take care of all those things. The next thing you need to make sure you, you prioritize is transportation. You got to have a vehicle. Um, now, you may be saving money because you're not traveling as much, but make sure that your vehicle is operational so when the economy does come back or when you get your job back or get another job or whatever unfolds from this, 
you have adequate transportation. So make sure you take care of your vehicle. If you have a car payment, make your car payments. Um, don't don't bail out and and not take care of your responsibilities in this hardship. Now you can cut back some other things, and we'll talk about that later. But make sure you take care of these things. And then the fourth thing you want to make sure you take care of is your critical utility services. That's your light bill, your water bill, gas bill, things that you need to survive in your household. Not Netflix. That's a luxury. That's not a necessity. So I want to make sure you keep your utility bills current and don't don't get behind on those things because you know you you're going to have they're going to want their money so you're going to have to catch up with that some kind of way. So just try to maintain that as much as possible. So those are things that are important. And then another thing for those of you who are like me, who are believers, you want to make sure that you still sustain your local church because in a crisis, you know, we, we still, we understand that our source ultimately is God. So make sure you sustain your local church in tithe and offerings, especially in this crisis that we're dealing with right now, the church is shut down. So the church doesn't get a check from the government. So they're going to, you know, they're going to feel this impact just like you or maybe even worse than you. Um, so, you know, we want to try to make sure you, you support your local church or whatever organizations you're a part of. Number two in surviving a financial crisis is to minimize distractions. Minimize distractions. So what does that mean? Binge watching TV for 20 hours out of the day. And then the other 16 hours of that same day, you're on social media. Just scrolling, just just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Those distractions are gonna they're gonna hurt you in the long term. You're gonna you're gonna set a new pattern and then it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to break out of that thing once whatever the new normal is returns. So you don't wanna get into a habit of those things. It'll be those things are hard to break. And then sleeping all day, that's a distraction. I understand it from a logical perspective, like, well, I ain't going to work. I don't have anything to do. What I need to get up at six AM for. I'm not saying get up at 6 a.m. I'm not getting up at 6 a.m. God ain't even up that early. So I'm not telling you to get up that early. But don't don't create a habit to where you're sleeping in until noon, 1 o'clock now, um, because, again, it, it's going to be kind of hard to, to break that habit. And there are some other distractions that you could, you know, get into when you're not in your normal routine of work and everyday life before whatever financial crisis occurred. Number three, and surviving a financial crisis. Learn a new skill while you have this downtime. Read some books. Study some courses online. Watch some educational videos. Learn something new. This downtime is a great opportunity for you to invest in yourself, learn something new, read some books, catch up on some of those books that you have sitting up on your shelf. Or if you're an audible listener like me and you listen to audio books, catch up on some of those books. You got a lot of time on your hand. Educate yourself. Empower yourself. Learn a new skill so that, you know, when you come out of this, you're better than you were before the crisis. Even, again, it, it, this doesn't necessarily have to do with COVID-19. You could get laid off. And so if you get laid off, when you go back to the new job, you have a new mindset because you learned something new while you were in transition. So don't let this time go to waste. I saw something circulating on social media that said, if you don't leave the COVID-19 shutdown, with a new skill set, then you don't lack skills, you lack discipline because you have you don't have any distractions now. You don't have any excuses. 
to not learn something new that's going to advance your life in some capacity. Watch educational videos. YouTube is full of videos. They're offering courses. Some colleges are even offering courses. There's tons of material out there where you can learn something that you don't know that will enhance your life and make your life better. So, you know, learn some new skills while you have this, this time off. Number four, and surviving a financial crisis. Avoid the traps. Right now, with COVID-19, uh, the president has, and the president and Congress has passed some unprecedented $2 trillion, $2, 3000000000000 trillion stimulus package to um, give out money, which is fine, but for, for small businesses who likely are already in debt, they're loaning them money to help them to stay afloat. I, I personally don't really like that idea as a small business owner, um, and primarily because I, I, I avoid debt like I'm avoiding this coronavirus. And so I, I'm not a big fan of borrowing money to sustain a business or anything for that matter. Um, cause that, that, that shows that there may be, there may be not all the time. So don't stone me, but there may be some areas where you can improve financially and in terms of how you manage your money. So if, cause I, I saw something like the airlines was, was begging Congress and the president for money after just a week or two, uh, you know, this thing kind of impacting them a little bit. And the, I'm thinking these are multi-billion dollar industries how is it that you don't have any reserve? Like, how is it that you're broke and you need a bailout when you're a multi-billion dollar company? It's not like this thing has shut down the airline industry for six months to a year. I mean, we're talking a couple weeks and they're already running begging, please, please help us. And I, I just, I'm not a fan of that. So if you work for the airlines as an employee, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about the, the company as a whole going to the government for a bailout. But anyway, I'm not dealing with them right now. I'm dealing with you. I digress. Sorry. It happens sometimes. So one of the things that I always tell people when I'm doing a financial coaching session with them or if I'm doing a training seminar, financial seminar, or whatever capacity, I always tell them you cannot dig yourself out of a hole with a shovel. And so borrowing money while you're already in debt, it's like somebody giving you a shovel to dig yourself out of a ditch. You can't, you're only going to get deeper in it. You're not going to dig your way out with a shovel. So don't go borrowing money just to maintain a lifestyle that was already needing to be revamped and rehashed in the first place. You need to, to pump the brakes on a lot of this stuff and don't go get into more debt and then maintain what you have until you can get in a better position. So moving right along, I don't want you to get into the trap um, like some people may fall into uh, developing a bad habit of coping with the economic crisis or the financial crisis. So a lot of people may go into isolation. They may start feeling depressed. They may, you know, start feeling lonely. And then they, all those feelings of depression, isolation, loneliness, um, your self-worth is gone and all those feelings and insecurities on how you go and worry and all those things, they have family members. Their family members invite their friends over. And their friend is Jack Daniels and, and Bud Light and marijuana and cocaine. Because people start to develop bad habits when they're in a crisis. And so do not, under any circumstances, invite those people to the party. So 
don't develop a bad habit of, of drinking or doing drugs or going get into some relationship that you know is toxic, you know it's not going to work for you, you know it's not going to be advantageous for you in the long run, but because of how you're feeling right now of uncertainty, you know, don't go get you no sugar daddy because that sugar daddy don't want something in exchange and don't just don't go put yourself in that situation. Brothers, don't you go get no sugar mama because she going to want something in exchange. She's going to need you to cut her grass. And so if you don't feel like cutting grass, then don't, 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 don't do it, bro. I'm telling you, leave it alone. Some people may go into eating and, you know, they just eat stress, anxiety, worry, fear, all those emotions, they're real and they produce side effects. And then we get caught up in those things with the eating, the drugs, yada, yada, yada. And then number five for surviving a financial crisis is increase the value of your assets. For example, if you're a homeowner, right now you have a lot of time. So there may be a lot of small things that you can do around the house that can improve the value of your home. A little touch-up paint, a little trim work, um, fixing that little hole in the wall, repainting the carpet or redoing the carpet, um, fixing that little wood chip on the wall. You know, all those little things that you can do change out those light fixtures, replace the light bulbs, all those little small things that you can do. Put out some mulch in the yard. Put out some, or do some landscaping. Trim the hedges. Trim the trees. Mow the lawn. Like, those are some things that you can do that increase the value of your asset. Take care of your vehicles. You know, if you got some mechanical skills, go out there and change your own oil. Do some of the basic things so your car and save yourself some money there while still maintaining your asset. If you have a business, you know, there are some things that you may be busy doing during normal times where now you can kind of get caught up on, like your books, your accounting, um, your, your payroll, taxes, strategy. You know, sit down and take this time to recast vision or look at the vision of your organization, your company, and see if it's, if it's in line with where you're trying to go and where you're trying to take it. So these are things that you can do. And then another thing that you can do to increase the value of your asset is in you can mine your database. I heard someone say that your net worth is in your network. Your net worth is in your network, the people you know. So the money that you need is already there for most people. They just If they just tap into that network of people, and, and work that network, somebody that you already know can likely utilize your services in one way or another. So while you have some downtime, go through that phone. You have 500 contacts in there. What do you have, what skill set that you have that you could offer one of those people in that phone list that can make you money or can enhance your business or grow your business in some way, form, or fashion that could turn into dollars in your pocket? What skill set do you have right now that somebody in your phone could utilize and hey and if nobody in those 500 people can utilize your services which is highly unlikely but maybe if one of those people in that in your phone database knows somebody else that may need that service either way work your database create a database like that's something that i have to do i have to go and actually digitize my contacts but your network is in your your network so build that database, establish, make some calls, contact some people, get in touch with them, check on them, see how they're doing. Don't call them with sleazy sales stuff. 
but just try to try to work and 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 maintain those relationships with people and you know you never know somebody in that database i'm sure will be able to help you in this time of uncertainty in this crisis they 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 may they may know someone that's hiring they may because of your credibility and you should really listen to a podcast i did previously on um, how credit impacts your economics because in that podcast i talk about your credibility and your word and people's perception of you and in times like these your perception based on other people and how they see you could be the difference between uh, the next opportunity and you going in lack for an unknown amount of time so really go back and listen to what it's called how to how credit impacts your economics but anyway again folks these are some survival tips during a financial crisis right now we're experiencing one in real time as i record this podcast today businesses are shutting down somebody monday morning is not going to have a job and there are families who are not going to have food on their table within a few weeks if if not already because they don't have the ability to go to work because of a virus that has invaded the world so i want you to be able to survive this crisis and not let it overwhelm you. Don't lose a lot of time with worry and anxiety. Those are really most of them. Don't let those things take over you. Here's some tips. I'll recap the five things to do to survive a financial crisis. One, determine what's important. Figure out what money you need to spend on the things that really matter and everything else just has to wait because those are likely going to be luxuries. Number two, minimize your distractions. So don't get, don't develop a lot of bad habits. Number three, learn new skills while you have this time. Read some books. I wrote a book called Unlock Your Mind, Unlock Your Money. It's a phenomenal book. It's $20. If you need it, I'll give you a copy of it. Just just let me know. But I want you to learn something that you don't know so that you can improve your life, people. Le- read some books. Download some audio books. Um, go to the library. Well, you can't go to the library, but you probably have some books laying around somewhere. Or, or listen to some YouTube video. There's a lot of stuff out there. Number four, avoid the traps. Do not, under any circumstances, go borrow a bunch of money because you don't have a job. Do without. If your credit gets messed up, so what? America's credit is jacked right now. So don't don't go borrow money to maintain your stupid credit score. Okay? Please. And don't go in and develop a whole bunch of bad habits. Number five, increase the value of your assets. What do you have right now that you can increase while you have this time, while you have this focus? Spend some time with your family. Spend some time with your kids. Spend some time on the phone with people you don't normally get to talk to because you're working so much or they're working so much. Do something that will increase the value of your asset. Relationships are assets, people. Your net worth is in your network. Relationships are the most important asset, matter of fact, because people do business with people they know, like, and they trust. And so be in their space, create value for them, and you'll never have to worry about not having money. All right, guys, I hope this podcast helped you in some way, form, or capacity. Please tune back in. I'll be constantly putting out new content to help you to live the life that you desire, that you dream of. So until next time, have a good one. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Unlock Your Mind podcast. I hope you found some value in listening today. I pray you would share this episode. Share the love. Become a part of the Unlock Your Mind family. We're all in this together, changing the way we think, 
so that we can change our financial future. If this episode challenged you or inspired you or made you want to do something different, I want to hear about it. You can email me. It's Derek at DerekJLove.com. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K at DerekJLove.com. Or if you want to do something a little quicker, leave me a voicemail. You can reach me at 832-721-2251. And remember, if you can unlock your mind, you can unlock your money. So start now. Start living the life you love and loving the life you live. See you next week, guys.